Hi everyone, it's Dina McKay, and I'm back with a brand new episode of Black Tech Unplugged, the podcast that allows Blacks in tech to share their authentic stories with you, the listener. On each episode, the guest talks about how they got into tech, their work in the industry, and lessons they've learned during their journey. You can find full show notes for this episode on blacktechunplugged.com. Let's jump in. Welcome to a brand new episode of Black Tech Unplugged. I'm excited to share this unique episode of the pod with you. You may be thinking, why is it unique? Well, this was a live podcast episode that happened at an event called Get Exploration, hosted by Get Cities. Get Exploration was a one-day dynamic unconference that brought together Chicago-based diverse tech professionals. And I loved everything about this event because people got exposure to Chicago tech companies that are doing really cool things. So shout out to Allison James and team for organizing this amazing event. At Get Exploration, I got to interview the guest for this podcast episode, Trenton Dunn. Trent is the program manager for Think Chicago at World Business Chicago. His primary focus is to attract and retain STEM talent with events like Think Chicago Lollapalooza, which you'll hear about on the episode. And he also is a fellow podcaster. So check out his podcast called Cold Pop. But that's a story for another day. But today, what I can tell you is, Trent and I had a full conversation about things such as Think Chicago and Chicago Tech. So on this episode, you can hear about Think Chicago events, how you can help and support Think Chicago, because it takes a village out here to be successful, as well as the current state of the Chicago Tech ecosystem, and what would be an episode without a little career advice. Full show notes with links to what's discussed on this episode are at blacktechunplugged.com. Now let's get it. Let's cool down with this water. Thank you, Kadea. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by... Black Tech Unplugged and Kadea. This is our sponsor for today. So super excited. Woo! So to kick off, we're going to talk all about Think Chicago and Chicago Tech today. So Trent Ooh. is lucky enough <laughs> to sit up here with me. So Trent, to kick off today's conversation, just give a brief introduction of yourself. Yes. Thanks, Dina. I'm, well, first, let me say I'm super excited to be doing this with you today. Huge shout out to Black Tech Unplugged. I've been watching you do your thing for quite some time. And this has been a long time coming. You know, Think Chicago has gone through quite a bit of an evolution in the last couple of years. And so super excited to share that with you today, as well as everyone who is here at Get Expiration Day. So quick intro about me. I am a program manager for Think Chicago. My passion is connecting students to Chicago companies to help change their trajectory I've been doing this work for about two and a half years, but before that, I was always student-centered. So I worked in higher ed for some time, worked in nonprofits down in the trenches, trudging through with limited resources, but to try to help make students make their dreams happen. So have been able to do that. Now here at Think Chicago, I have the most incredible team who's here with me today. Shout out to my incredible team, but also over 5,000 students in the Chicagoland area who are working to either change their trajectory, as I said, or to kind of help find their career path. So helping students do that and connecting them to companies that allow them to do that. 
Well, you keep mentioning Think Chicago. Raise your hands. How many people know what Think Chicago is and what they do? Only a smattering of hands in the crowd, and that's perfectly okay. (laughs) I guess to put it into words, Think Chicago is a STEM talent retention program that is run under the World Business Chicago umbrella. So World Business Chicago is the economic development organization for our city. That organization is chaired by the mayor of Chicago. So our current chair is Mayor Brandon Johnson. And Think Chicago fits under the innovation and venture team at World Business Chicago. What it is that we do, we put on a series of events throughout the year to help students with career education, career exposure, as as well as connecting them to companies. So companies will come and recruit at our events, whether it be for internships, full-time employment, and start to build those diverse talent pipelines that we want to see in Chicago's tech workforce. Yes. And as we know, diversity and inclusion in tech is something that's always a topic, but I want to- As it should be, because it's it's not where it needs to be here in the city. Let's just, you know, be clear, but yeah. Let's put it this way. What staffing looks like from a Chicago tech perspective, does it match the city's demographic? Exactly. Definitely not. Black and brown professionals, it's disproportionate in terms of what we as a population have to offer and those that are reflected in the tech workforce here. Yes. And you know what? You're talking about Think Chicago. You gave us a high level overview of what it does. But let's break that down a little bit further. So, for instance, you have a wonderful event at Lollapalooza. Who doesn't want to go to Lollapalooza? So let's talk about (laughs) Think Chicago Lollapalooza. What do you do with What's that partnership like? So thanks, Chicago Lollapalooza. It is our flagship event of the year. It is our largest event. It has been around since 2013. Think Chicago has been around since 2011. And so it's very much mirrored into the culture of Think Chicago. But what it is, Think Chicago Lollapalooza the event we hold every summer. So right before the big Lollapalooza music festival here in the city, Think Chicago hosts 300 students from all over the country. This year, I want to say we had 20 different states represented, over 60 different universities, um, students coming together for three days to Number one, learn about what the tech ecosystem here is in the city and what offerings are here, whether it be for employment, learning from CEOs and founders about their leadership stories. What was their entry into tech? How were they able to access some of these spaces? So what I like to call it is the epitome of work and play in Chicago. So you go through this three day experience and with great attendance, you get to come and be a guest of Think Chicago at the Lollapalooza Music Festival. So you get a multi-day wristband to go and attend, which is really cool. And we're able to make that happen through our incredible partnership with C3 Presents, which is the company that hosts Lollapalooza every year. They've been incredible partners and have, have allowed us to be able to continue doing this for quite some time. Wonderful. And who wouldn't want to like get a free it's exactly. kind of a free ticket, but it's still kind of a free ticket. Exactly. I mean, it's definitely a free ticket and you are getting connected to companies. You're going to visit actual companies. So we had students all over the city this year. We had them at Peak Six. They went to Relativity. They went to LinkedIn, Resolution Studios, a number of innovative spaces where they could learn, okay, this is where potential jobs are right here in my backyard. I don't necessarily have to leave. If I want to work in tech, I don't have to go to the West Coast. I don't have to go to the East Coast down South, but I can make a life here and not only make a life, but I could also make a living. And most importantly, a less expensive life. Chicago is not go. expensive. As Let's talk about it. it. 
other big cities? No, let's definitely talk about it because I hear that so much and people want to go to the West Coast and it's like, okay, that's all well and good. And that salary may look a little different, but when you put it with the cost of living, really do those calculations. But that's part of the career education that I think Chicago is really adamant about. Now, if someone is a student and they want to apply for next year, tell me some of the criteria to get on the Think Chicago Wild Palooza track. Now, this is really good because this, like I said, it's over 300 students that we take. My very first year, we got over 800 applications for Think Chicago Lollapalooza. And so it is a highly competitive program. But honestly, you have to be a degree-seeking student in order to attend. And we ask that you have an interest in tech. We'll ask you for a couple of pieces of information just to verify your enrollment. But then we also have a really cool, you could do either a written expression or you could do a video expression to kind of just talk about, you know, why it is that you want to attend outside of the Lollapalooza wristband, of course, but why are those other things that make you want to learn more about this ecosystem? That's really all you have to do. And we usually take applications in the spring for that. So starting in March, April, and then from that, we select from there. Awesome. And you do other events besides Lollapalooza, So you have one coming up, Launchpad. What is that? So Think Chicago Launchpad is one of our newest flagships. So Think Chicago is always doing events here in the city. We have very large scale events like Think Chicago Lollapalooza, but then we also do some smaller events that really cater to specific student populations. One of those being Think Chicago Exchange that we do for advanced degree seeking students. But Launchpad is the one that you asked me about, and we're really excited about this program. Think Chicago Launchpad came out of a collaboration and partnership with City Colleges of Chicago. So in 2021, uh, WBC announced an anchor partnership with City Colleges of Chicago and that Think Chicago would then create programming specific for this student population. So that is what Think Chicago Launchpad is. So on October 27th, it's a Friday, we're going to be hosting 200 students at Google for the day to come and learn all about access and entry into tech. These students are going to be able to take part in resume review, mock interviews. They'll hear from internship leaders at Google, Cisco Meraki, as well as the Chain Reaction intern program through Argonne. Some really cool opportunities that students will be able to take advantage of. They'll also be able to go and get free professional headshots, free lunch, and we got some really cool speakers coming as well. Amazing. Headshots are very important. So I love that you offer that. You got to have that now in this digital space. You know, people want to know what your LinkedIn is before you even pull out your business card. So like I've almost stopped bringing business cards because it's become so digital and what that digital presence looks like is really important. Yes. And with Launchpad coming up, is there any way that any of us in the room or people who might hear this? Of course. Let me make this quick, shameless plug. (laughs) Because Think Chicago is always looking for volunteers. Now, if you want to attend our events, if you are a student and you want to attend our events, by all means, please get on our website, www.thinkchicago.net, and sign up for those events. We post them all throughout the year, and you can figure out what's happening. But if you are a professional and you want to be a part of what we're doing We welcome that with both hands, both arms, both legs, both everything, because it's such a heavy lift in the work that we're trying to do. And so partnerships make our job so much easier. So if you are interested in being a volunteer, we're always looking for people to come and help with our events. For this one specifically, Think Chicago Launchpad, 
would love people to come and do resume review for our students or if they want to come and participate in mock interviews. If you're a professional and you just want to have lunch with our students, that's also volunteering, donating your time. And so we would love for you to do that. Please connect with me. You can go to thinkchicago.net to get my information. Also for our live audience, information is provided on the programs as well. Speaking of giving back your time, you have an ambassador program. So I want people to know about that. So what is it? So this is a newer program. The Think Chicago Ambassador Program came out of an idea about how do we expand the work that we're doing. Think Chicago is a small but mighty team of three. Myself, (laughs) Beatrice Kaufman, and Mumlene Rajput, who help us work hand in hand on the events that we're getting to put on. But just started our ambassador year. We have 32 students okay. attending schools all over the city. So we have some students at Northwestern. We have students at DePaul. We have students attending city colleges. We have students at Chicago State all over that are representatives of the Think Chicago brand and help put on Think Chicago events on their campus. So they help bring speakers. They might host a, a panel discussion or a small career fair type event on their campus. And that is partly because They're passionate about this work as well, Mm -hmm. but then they also want to get that experience of being connected to the city. And we do a lot of developmental workshops to help those ambassadors improve themselves and build their professional portfolio as well. Nice. That's so wonderful. I feel like you don't find that everywhere. We love it. It has breathed so much new light into our program, I will tell you, because you get that student perspective and they're able to tell you Trent, that's not hot. Like that's mm-hmm. no, nobody's going to want to come to that. That's not going to be so. I mean, and they're honest. They will let you know. And so we love getting that and it's given us a kick in the pants a little bit to change up what we're doing. Um, so we love having them around. It's great energy to have them. They're so excited, spirited students and just having those student leaders always helps. Yes. And you love to see it. Yeah. So Trent and I have been talking for quite a bit, but want to get any questions. If anyone who's in the session has questions for us, it could be around tech career in general or think Chicago. Want to open the floor for you all to ask questions. Oh, we have a question. Oh, I do have a question. Okay, here we go. Let's go. Um, Yeah. So my biggest question for y'all is that, you know, you provide all these wonderful volunteer opportunities for students to be able to learn about the field of the industry and really grow their mindset and their perspective. So like for the organization itself, like what are some of the things you guys do to encourage your volunteers to like want to pursue leadership, want to feel like they can feel you know, like they have a voice into the room because like that's so intimidating to go to these yeah. places all the time, you know, like but the reality just like that the presentation we had earlier. Yeah. Your your voice is your power. So like it how definitely hurts that. Yeah, no. I mean, one of the big things that we try to do is like we want to empower them and understanding that we can't always do it ourselves. Mr. Dunn can talk till he's blue in the face about building your brand and the elevator pitch and all of those things. But bringing in those experts to give them that expert advice. One of the things that we got to do with the ambassadors last year, we brought in a communications consultant. Shout out to Studio C Consulting, who did a full workshop for our students 
in the morning, we started with the handshake. And by the end of the day, they were up doing full elevator pitches. So, I mean, it's really one of those big pieces of not always just having everything on paper, but being able to establish that presence and being able to come into a space and command it in a way that makes people take a second look at you is really important. And so that's one of the ways that we get to do that. And then also through these volunteer opportunities, a lot of these ambassadors are not just sitting down at a table. These ambassadors are up at the Chicago Venture Summit, wrangling and connecting with the Cook County president, or it could be anyone. So being able to give them and put them into those spaces so that when those opportunities come, it's not such a shock. It's not so crazy. It's like, I've been here before and I'm feeling more prepared and I'm feeling more confident. Wait, I, I want to answer that question because yeah. I want to take a different approach. A lot of times we walk into rooms, especially in tech, you think because they're working in tech, they're these big, bad people. Mm-hmm. Like People are people. People go home. They First off, they put their pants on the same way you do. <laughs> they go home and they have the same issues. If not, you just don't know them. Right. And so that's always something I tell people is like people are people. So just treat them like humans. I'll be very honest. And this is just from my experience of working in tech for 10 years. You're going to come across people who push your limit, mm. so to speak. And don't take offense to that. Cause a lot of times we take that personally. And like, if someone says like, you don't do that well, they don't know you. They don't really know you. They just know you from the workplace, ignore it. And then also from a leadership standpoint, we always think you have to have the title to be a leader. Like Mm -hmm. if you're a VP, then you're a leader. You can be a leader at any level. So if you know something and like, let's just say you're in a room and people are talking and you know something, but you might be a little nervous, right? Like maybe you're new, maybe you have, you're just nervous. Always speak up because a lot of times, one, they don't know it themselves. You'll be surprised how many people are out here Googling answers for things. People yeah, don't hopping know on AI. themselves. Yeah. Chat GBT <laughs> gives you a lot of information these things. days. Yeah. I'm just saying. So don't be afraid. Just know that people themselves don't know. They may look like confident and like they know. But no one understands. A lot of people don't even know themselves. It's a really good follow question. Yeah. It's a really question that's really got it down my mind. Oh, you know, when we enter these spaces, right? Like, I believe there's this perception that, like, in order to get into these spaces, you have to be the trailblazer, you have to be the innovator mm-hmm. and, 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 um, in leadership. But when it comes to, like, like when you think of a leader of, like, trying to get into, like, let's say thing or trying to get into this global corpse, uh, you, you have to simulate that way. So like, like what, in, in your opinion or like in, in your, from your experience yourself, like what are some of the things that you have done or you, or you have seen your college students like encourage uh, people to be open to different types of leadership? Because, um, leadership is not linear to just that one mindset, right? How come leadership can step from different perspectives that you, you could be a good leader in collaboration, right? Like what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. You want to go first? I'll take, I can take a first stab at it. I think one of the first things that I think of is that true leadership oftentimes is rooted first in authenticity. And so showing that, as you said earlier, anyone can be a leader and coming from a space that allows you to be authentically yourself when you go into any room, any event, any of those things. And please pardon this expression, but real recognizes real. Mm -hmm, Okay, mm -hmm. And when you start to come 
from an authentic space, people take notice of that. And you start to build that network of those people that you can lean on and that will look to you in times of struggle and allow those moments because those moments will create themselves where you are able to step up into that leadership space and really take over. So I think that that's where it really starts is always coming in and trying to be mindful of being authentic. And don't get me wrong, because it can be tough. It can be tough when you were always told, fake it till you make it, fake the fun, figure it, you know, but it's doing that internal check of yourself, I think takes you a long way. Um, And and like I said, people will take notice of that. And then from those, you build those connections. So first got to touch on your fake it till you make it. How are you going to move or progress if you're not being your real self? Right. Mm-hmm. Like you can't get any mm-hmm. like blessings or gifts if you're not your real self because you're blessing and getting the gifts for the fake person. So yeah. I never think fake it till you make it. Like, eh. mm-hmm. But one thing that people always miss from a leadership perspective, and it's like kind of bad out here, emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. because people don't know how to handle other people. Let's just say if as a leader, I'm blunt and I'm working with you and you are a very vulnerable, soft person. If I come and be like, Trent, you know what? You ain't do that right today. And (laughs) you are a horrible person. What's your next move? Right. You're shutting down. You're not going to Not growing. Not not learning. So for me, when I see people who are like, I want to be a leader, emotional intelligence is so important. And that doesn't mean you have to be emotional, but you have to understand the other people that you're around and that you're working with. And another thing is just from my experience. So I work with teams like I am a what we call a scrum master. And I work with many different personalities and it's taken me over 10 years to learn of like just how people operate. Yeah. Just be open to even learning how people operate. What are they interested in? Take note in people. That's real leadership, at least from my perspective. I would also add just knowing how to follow. That's like the big one. Knowing when to just step aside. And my team teaches me that every day. My ambassadors are teaching me that all the time. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So first, hi, my name is Jared, and I'm with the PI, which is also part of the university. Oh, we love the PI. Hey. <laughs> a brief little shout out there to all the different programs that are working yep. to build up the tech course in Chicago. Um, and that kind of leads into my question. Uh, when people think tech, they do think Silicon Valley, yep. pretty much all over the nation. But we do have so many programs building up the tech force here. We have Google coming into the Thompson Center and investing billions mm-hmm. into our city. We do have a tech force here. So what is there do you think that we can really be doing more of so that when the nation thinks tech, they think the Whitney City instead of Silicon Valley? Great question. Great question. I think um, Rob is Chicago's plight is getting people to understand just how diverse this economy is. And I think that that sometimes works against us almost because we have such a diverse economy. When you think about the West Coast, I mean, really, you can think Silicon Valley, that will kind of rumble off people's lips when you mention San Francisco or the Bay Area. When you think about Chicago and you think, okay, like, well, what are the number one industries here? I could probably poll everyone in this room and get like four or five different answers. I think it's part of that, what you just mentioned about corporations being better about setting here and building headquarters and investing here. You know, you mentioned Google, the biohub that's also coming up with Chan Zuckerberg. That will also be a really great biotech look for the city. But I think 
I'm more of a grassroots person. And so I think just more mobilization from people at this level of us being more connected as an industry. Right. So like events like Get Exploration Day that allow us to come and learn about different organizations, different companies, professionals. I think that that will help put a spotlight. If we are more connected, we'll be able to create a larger spotlight for the city. I agree with you, but from a different spin. Okay. So first off, like you said, there's a lot of organizations in Chicago, a lot of different places you can work, right? Who knows about them? So, and we were talking about this earlier, but the PR spin of you hear all of these events that are going on in Silicon Valley, you Mm -hmm. hear, you know, everything they're doing. What do we hear about Chicago? And it's not our fault. Like the events that we're having are great. Keep having them. Don't stop, please. But media is shifting our thought to like Chicago's not a main hub or we're not doing anything. So it's like, how can we reach the right people to show we are making an impact in Chicago? Here, what here's what we have in Chicago. And you all like start coming this way. Don't overpack this because I want like rent to be like five thousand dollars for one bedroom. No, but come this way. But also on the flip side, okay, we have all of these organizations. What are we doing together? Right. Because a lot of times mm-hmm. it's like someone's over here, someone's over here. You know, someone's on the far south side, someone's on the far north side. What are we doing together to make it a big ecosystem that all works together? Yeah. And I think we're missing the community piece. So. Yes, it's great that we're all doing something separate. What can we do to make that larger impact and even build it outside of like, okay, we're in Chicago, but it's spread it through all of Illinois so that we really start making a lot of noise and getting that attention. I love that you said that because that's definitely where World Business Chicago is. That's our next thing. So we just started this regional partnership with the seven surrounding counties of us trying to expand the work that we do here in the city to a much larger base, but creating those places for that community. So like today, right, this event, Chicago Tech Week, shout out to P33, who puts on an amazing week of events, more things like that. And just as you said, that media of us being able to showcase and amplify those stories out. Does that answer your question? I think so, yeah. Okay. Do you have a follow-up or anything? I did have one quick follow-up. Yeah. That's okay. Um, so as you were talking about with um, kind of building a community, and I know in the tech space, a lot of people kind of really focus on learning skills, mm-hmm. and they kind of just let the soft skills pass them by. Um, and as you were saying, emotional intelligence is really important, as is being authentic. Um, so I guess, what do you think we should really be focusing on when it comes to actually working to build that community of diverse people so that we all can be kind of our authentically different selves with that emotional intelligence. I think one of the things where we start is in our workforce groups. Does your company have employee resource groups that allow people to be more authentic and learn more about themselves. Is that a staple in Chicago companies? How do we support that? How do we support also our startups? What are we doing for the startup community and how do we build those founders so that they have everything that they need? I've heard time and time again, I'm going to go to the West Coast to go build this company and then I may bring it back here. You can build here in the city. It might take a little bit more extra steps. It might take a little bit more red tape, but you can definitely find those places. So I think that is one tactic that I would say is not as strong as it could be. 
I agree, but I'm going to veer again. Okay. So my perspective is back to community. Everyone talks about a safe space until it's time to say, okay, you can come be yourself and I'm not going to judge you. And I don't want to say I don't care. Let's just say you had a quirk where I wouldn't be like, oh, like that's kind of weird. Just a place where you can be yourself and build off of that. And I think that's kind of a missing piece. And I think a lot of times we talk a lot about people building the soft skills, but how can you build a soft skill if you don't know within yourself what you need to build on? Mm -hmm. Like even a little personal development of talking to yourself of where do you want to go? What do you want to be? And then learning more from yourself of what skills you need to enhance in order to get to that stage. So it's a little bit of your self check-in but also finding your tribe or your community that lets you be yourself, lets you ramble, lets you do whatever you need to do in order to grow from that perspective. I love that. I love that. Just to add on, yeah, I did not talk about the importance of mentorship. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is something because I think the work has to start from everyone who's currently working in tech. Raise your hand in here if you are currently employed, or if you work for a company. Okay, raise your hand if you are a student. So, Basically, I think that mentorship within the pipeline of help building the workforce pipelines from student to career also needs to be strengthened, right? So that work needs to start happening before people get their first jobs. Some of that development needs to start happening. And I think that techies can do a, a better job of extending that hand back, remembering what it was like you trying to come <laughs> and, and really stand out in, you know, a, a hundreds of resumes and hundreds of people um, and being able to kind of extend that hand back to those coming up and say, hey, this is the way I did it, or these are the things that I worked on, or this is how I got better. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Any, I think you had another question, correct? It was it was just more of like a follow-up uh, comment to uh, the discussion that we're having right now, um, which is that we're talking about representation for bringing more representation here, not only just in Illinois, but just in the Midwest in general. I uh, I really think it's just a, another way that it can really start is really just like, just being open to expressing yourself in a way that it makes you feel comfortable. Like, for example, mm-hmm. like, I use LinkedIn as a way to express not just like my career knowledge, but also like express like what I may see in the tech community, like what, like, the connections that they've made and that interaction of like, well, I remember that phrase. I remember what that person said and it resonated. Like really just like hyping it up, I think that, and, and that's your own way of doing it without feeling like, oh, I had to be a, a, a VP of a company. I had to be a leader at this position. I had to be culture. I had to be basically feeding into, I have to get to that place, start sharing when you just start right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, Advocacy is your power. There you go. All right. I know we're winding down on time. Anyone have one more question before we wrap up? Any of the students, do you have any questions just about getting in tech, being in tech, anything? So um, for me, like, I guess it's like, what advice would you give to a student that's trying to go for, like, I don't want to say, like, on their um, uh, company, um, because like over the summer I got opportunity to internet LinkedIn okay. in California, but it's like I, I'm having trouble finding a lot of opportunities here in Chicago. Yes, you might not like my answer. 
I'll just preface it with that. I think sometimes I get a lot of things, Chicago students that will come and say, hey, can I be at the LinkedIn tour? Can I be at this insert company name here? And that is great, right? Like, you know, this event that we're having at Google, once once we put Google's name on, <laughs> on the, the poster, registration just shot up, right? My advice would be to start looking at startups. Start looking at start. If you are interested in getting some on the ground experience that will kind of help you be able to not only have a job and build your own experience, but those present some very interesting opportunities. You might be doing multiple things at one time, but you become a more well-rounded professional. And those opportunities, they're not going to be amplified everywhere and not everyone's going to be looking for them. But getting all built in Chicago and seeing like, who are those startups that are right now hiring, I think is going to be a great way to differentiate yourself, but also find a really cool, unique opportunity. I, I guess it's like, um, I guess more established companies are like very because like I've entered that like company like yeah. heavy. Uh, I entered that like a small like Chicago. Okay, what about it? But it's like it wasn't until I went to like LinkedIn that I actually like gained like way more experience and just kind of saw like a bigger like I like saying it was it was, it was no I can't experience as as I feel you. I think, you know, like I said, the big companies are always tough because you do have lots of people coming for them, right? A lot of people coming for that top spot. And I think one of the biggest ways to stand out, because you have to stand out in the crowd, is really just expanding that network, figuring out who are those connects, who has a connection, who has an in, and start really building those relationships. Because sometimes it's not always what you have on paper, but who you have in your phone, who you have in your back pocket, who are you building a rapport with on social media? And for those larger companies, I think that that's one tactic that I've seen work. No pro tip. It's always about who you know. Yeah. It's always about who you're connected to. If you get Anytime you could get referred into somewhere instead of just like cold applying, I'm not going to say it's always going to work, but you have a greater chance. Like your chance rises by like 35%. So having the connections, but I think too, now that you've had experience where you've seen both is like making a list of characteristics of what you like out of the roles and then finding the place that actually has that. So it's a little bit of research and time. But that's the best way that I've seen that works because maybe sometimes it's just not a fit, right? That's really what it is. It's not a fit. Nobody wants to go be bored for like eight hours every day. I get it. But you have to know what you want and what you need and then where you can get that. Really, really quick, all comment on that because I really want to help all of them. I have a couple of students with this question. You can create your opportunity. And what I mean by that is if you you connect to someone that says, I'm going to start launching an app. Make a spot with like in that person's like company because and and and, and let me emphasize this. I know it's going to sound the same, but I would say volunteer for free. Why? Because the reality is, when you're running a company, you don't have the resources to hire team. But instead, just say, "Hey, let me help you out." And then, uh, let me give you an example. Like I literally did that for um for one of my networks where I. I showcase like what, what I know as a content strategist and say, you know what, here's, here's my ideas with this. This is how I can help you out. And then it, and then it did lead to a conversation and the reality is that sometimes it doesn't work out. It didn't work out just due to the timing. But the fact that it, you showed that initiative 
means that like, hey, you're showing your knowledge and you're like, hey, let me go talk. That's my advice to you. So I, I know you got so so I just really wanted to help out that. No, look, this is what we're talking about. This is the community. So mm-hmm. definitely appreciate it. Yeah, and taking a risk is always something good. I know it's scary, especially mm-hmm. if you have family depending on you or everybody right now, the economy, you live in pay to check to paycheck, but taking the risk usually ends up being the best thing that you could ever do. All right. I think we have one minute left. Okay. Right, we've had a very fruitful conversation. Yeah. Fast paced. <laughs> yes, very fast paced. But any final words before the next session? The biggest thing to leave you guys with was whether you are a student or you are an employee, you could have some connection with Think Chicago. So please, please follow us on our social media, connect with us on LinkedIn and figure out where you want to plug into. It takes a village. It literally takes a village to do this kind of work. And so definitely welcome any and all who want to be a part. And what's the best way to connect? Yes. So think Chicago about world business. Chicago is our LinkedIn page. And then you can always follow up with me on LinkedIn, Trenton Dunn. Website? Website, www.thinkchicago.net. Thank you for listening to Black Tech Unplugged. I'm Dina McKay, and you can find the show on all social media platforms under Black Tech Unplugged. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this episode. And if you have a few extra minutes, make sure to leave a five-star review too. It will help me out a lot and help other people find the podcast. Until next time.